Today's episode is for all the career-oriented women who have mastered their career but are still looking for additional support with their love life. I'm excited to welcome back, once again, relationship and dating coach and mentor Felicity Steiner, who today is diving deeper into how professional career women can move beyond the hurdles of dating and settle into a loving, happy, healthy relationship. Felicity has guided hundreds of women along their path to find the one, and the tips, insights, and lessons learned she can offer are invaluable. In this episode, you'll learn what is keeping you as a career professional woman from settling into a long and happy, healthy relationship, and what some of the changes you need to make are, and how you can go about making those changes. Welcome to another episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. This podcast is about personal growth, self-improvement, and reaching your full potential. Guests include experts in the fields of psychology, coaching, mindset, weight loss, wellness, and more. Each episode provides tips, tools, and strategies for becoming the best version of yourself. From developing positive habits and mindset to managing stress and personal transformation, this podcast provides practical advice and inspiration for anyone seeking to improve their life. Whether you're looking to enhance your relationships, health, or overall well-being, the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast offers valuable insights and strategies for unleashing your true potential. Okay, welcome everybody. Thanks so much again for being here. This is the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. And back with us again is Felicity. Felicity, we were just talking. It's been about a year, but welcome back to the show again. How are you doing? What's new in your life? Yeah, thank you very much, Brad. I am so happy to be back after this long year. Thank you for having me back. I'm really honored. Yeah, absolutely. And just real quick, anybody listening uh, right now, go check out episode number 39 of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. That was Felicity's first episode. Uh, And we're back again because I love to have guests come back. And Felicity, you are, uh, if, if our listeners don't know, a kind of a relationship coach. Um, helping women in particular to find, to become the one, to find the one, I guess, for, for lack of a better word. So what's going on in your world? What are some of the common things that you see with the, with the women that you work with and how do you help them to find the one? Oh, that's a great question. Yep. So I am a dating and relationship coach and mentor for successfully self-led ambitious women okay. who've got it together in their career and their professional life. But in the relationship arena, it's not quite happening. Okay, (laughs) I can relate to that, but continue. (laughs) Oh, yeah, a lot of people can. And so one of the things I find the most with these incredible women is the fact that they're so successful in their career and they're so driven and they're so passionate about what they do. Um, And a lot of them are entrepreneurs as well, is that they're constantly in a masculine driven energy. And when they come into the dating scene, when they come into meeting the right fit for them, when they come into wanting to find their soulmate or their spouse, or much, much more, or rekindle a disconnected marriage, they're bringing their energy into the love arena. And there's a so-called discrepancy. There is an imbalance in what they're bringing into a relationship or a future relationship um, because they're so used to being in that energy whilst they are in their career environment real quick so that that makes a lot of sense so a professional career-oriented woman 
goes into the professional workforce where there's a high level of masculine energy. And so they kind of adopt that and then they bring that masculine energy into a relationship. Is that kind of what you're saying what's going on? Absolutely. And to, cl to clarify what it, what I mean exactly by a masculine energy, it's more the, the doing type energy, the given type energy, the creative type energy, the action type energy. So it definitely serves a purpose. And um, in the workplace, it's definitely very, um, very much needed. But when it comes to relationships, one definitely needs to be in one's balanced, empowered masculine energy and one's balanced female energy as well. So the correlation between the two needs to be very harmonious for a woman to be out there on the dating scene and actually attracting a high value, high caliber man to her. Well, that's got to be extremely challenging for any any woman out there to to be able to shift energies. Is that essentially what they have to do then to be successful with dating is to shift from that male type energy and, and the professional corporate environment? I just wanted to take a quick pause from the podcast to ask a favor. If you like what you are listening to today, please share this podcast and this episode as far and wide as possible. The more folks that listen to the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast, the more lives that we can impact. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. I would truly appreciate that. Thank you. So a more feminine type energy then? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is that with a lot of women is that women in more women particularly have this idea that they want to be in a relationship. And once they get into a relationship, they want it to be exclusive much more than a man generally yeah. speaking. and with that energy that is a masculine type energy that is always propelling each step forward and wanting that wo that woman is wanting to be in that relationship and taking it to the next level and to the next level and to the next level whereas that is not necessarily the energy she should be in at the start of her dating she should be in the receiving energy as well where she can actually observe what's around her and also observe the kind of quality man she wants to pull into her environment. So it's really important that she steps out of that energy and she literally leaves it in her career when she goes out on a date. Either it, way she, it's kind she, of like I say sometimes, like, like when you get home, take your, your work hat off, leave your work hat at work. And then when you come home, put your husband hat on or your spouse hat or your, you know, father hat or, or whatever it is so is, is it kind of the same thing then for a woman they need to leave that that masculine type energy at work and put on another hat then yeah absolutely well more 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 specifically they need to embody more of the feminine energy at the beginning because mm -hmm. in that type of energy they allow the man to be in his masculine energy whereas if she is too much in her masculine energy a man cannot shine in that environment. He cannot be himself and he cannot give. And that's the whole part of the dating game is that at the beginning, and we're really talking about early stages here, is that a man is designed to be able to give to the women who he is interested in. And if he's not able to do that for any reason, so maybe she's doing all the talking, maybe she's not actively listening, maybe she is um, always texting him, Whatever the reason might be, if she's the doer, then he cannot express himself. Uh, so how, how does a how does a woman move forward with all this? How does she succeed in this type of an environment to be as successful in the day? One of the things I see in some of the various face, 
Facebook groups, you know, from a lot of women. Oh, it's so hard to date today. Why is dating so hard? And, you know, where, where are all the real men? And, you know, I wish a real man would just be a real man. How, how does a woman navigate through all of this? That's a great question. And thank you for bringing that one up because <clears throat> I really want to take this opportunity to dispel the myth that all the good men are taken. Thank There's you. No thank you. <laughs> There is nothing further from the truth. There are great single men out there who just are not in a relationship. So for all the single ladies or the ladies out there, please, please remember that there are really great men out there. The thing is, that is how to actually target those men. How to target those men. And one thing I would say to them at the very start is know who you are, number one, to the lady. Know who you are and what you stand for. If you don't know who you are, you're going to open up a whole can of worms and it's not going to be pretty and you're going to have to deal with it a lot later on. So oh, let, me, a lot okay, let me real quick. So how would you answer that question, Felicity? Like, who who are you when it comes to like dating then and all? I mean, I know you're married, but like, how would you answer that? Who are you to help some of our listeners out? Yeah, great question. So when I would, if I were to look at back at myself now back in the day, I would literally stand in front of the mirror and I would say, all right, who am I? I'm a high value woman. I'm a loving woman. I give my love to a man and I receive love from a man. And that isn't an exclusive partnership. I know what I want. I want to be married and I want to be exclusive with somebody who has the same values. And then I hold a whole, a whole list of my own values, which I would use as a base for the person who I'd be attracting as well. So the number one is the identity work is knowing who you are, knowing who she is and what she stands for. And number two is setting really clear boundaries from the start. Really clear boundaries. That is so important. The amount of women I see going out on dates and then suddenly a few dates go go by and the guy's not texting her anymore or um, he's lost interest or she's she doesn't know, she's confused. She doesn't know how to handle him anymore or how to communicate with him anymore. Um, or she's really not sure whether she wants to be with him or continue with him. And that is because there is so, a lot of women do not have enough boundaries which are clearly set up for themselves. Can you give an example of like what a boundary might be? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say to a woman, how would you like to be treated in a, in a relationship? First of all, what kind of relationship do you want and how would you like to be treated? And then once I have her answer, I say to her, make that your boundary so that you can be treated back in that respect. So how would you like to be treated? How will you treat somebody? And make sure it mirrors how you get to be treated back. So for example, um, I'll take myself as, as an example. Um, way back in the day when I was dating, I am somebody who's always on time. When I go, if I had a date, I was on time. If I was dating somebody, I was always on time. I was always on time. And I thought that was really important. That was one of my boundaries, one of my values. Now, the person I was dating at the time was never on time, never on time. I would never tell me that they were going to be running late. So it became it became sort of evidential that they were going to be running late all the time. And I had let that one slip by. I had literally just let that boundary slip by. I was always on time for that person, but I, I didn't I didn't allow myself to keep that boundary for that person. Now, needless to say, that was not the person I got married to. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> you you learned from that experience. I learned a lot from that experience. Yeah, so that's one very small boundary which women definitely should have themselves respected is time. Mm 
Their time is precious, especially um, the women who I'm dealing with, they're more in their late 30s, 40s, 50s. So time and energy is very precious at that age, especially if they want to have a family or have children. And of course, they're, you know, wiser in their years. So yeah, they don't want to waste time anymore either. Let me go back to something you said just a moment ago about this idea of identity, establishing who you are. For anyone listening, that applies not just to relationships, but every aspect of your life, I think. That's a big, in my coaching, that's a huge thing that I teach. And one of the very first lessons I teach is this idea of who are you and who do you want to be, you know, a year from now or, you know, a month from now or whatever. So Felicity, how do you work with someone in establishing their identity or how, you know, you have a client that comes to you and says, I have no idea who I am or anything like that. How do you help build that identity or what can somebody listening right do take from, take away from this to help build and establish their identity of who they are? Yeah, great question. Well, what I would say to them first off is whatever you've been told about yourself, throw it out the window. So we tend to be labeled as soon as we arrive on this earth. Mm -hmm. We have labels put on us by our parents, by our teachers, by our family members, by colleagues, by any person who is around us. We tend to get labeled very quickly with a name, with a um, with a with a with a gender, with an occupation, with whatever it is. So when we work on the identity, I say to that person, what we're going to do. I just wanted to take a quick pause from the podcast to ask a favor. If you like what you are listening to today, please share this podcast and this episode as far and wide as possible. The more folks that listen to the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast, the more lives that we can impact. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. I would truly appreciate that. Thank you. We're going to shave off everything which is not you. All the layers we're going to peel off. That's the first thing. Now, the second thing I would ask them is, if everything were okay in this world, if you knew you could say or do anything without being judged or blamed, what would you do and what would you say? If everything was possible for you and nobody was judging you, what would you do and what would you say? And it's funny what people come up with because it is so far from what they are actually living currently. And that's taking out all the inhibitions. So once we've cleared that, then we've got a better understanding of who that person authentically is. Because if that person really wasn't judged or blamed, and they literally could say anything they want, show up as they please, or do whatever they want, then we're getting back to their true identity. So that's really important. Okay, so now let, let's just say hypothetically you, you've worked with someone and they've established their boundaries and they have a good identity, they know who they are, they're in a, they've attracted the one, they're in a, in a relationship now. Now, getting into a relationship, for me, my personal opinion, I think is the easy part. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but maintaining the relationship, especially over the days, the weeks, the months, and the years is the much more challenging, difficult part. So let's get into the relationship the actual now they're in a relationship part a little bit so what what can i guess a woman do or even a man for that matter what can they do to help maintain a healthy relationship for the long term what does it take to maintain a healthy relationship over the long term it takes some um, a few ground rules so first of all as we were saying at the beginning the boundaries definitely comes into it and also the values laying out your values right out on the table literally from the start 
If you're looking for a long-term commitment with maybe marriage down the line, make that known right from the start. There's no reason to hide. There's no reason to be afraid. Maybe he's going to walk away. Maybe she's going to walk away if I just lay my cards out on the table. You're not asking that person to marry you. You're saying what is important for you. And there's a very different energy there. You're coming from a place of power and not from a place of asking. So no, 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 what you want going into the relationship then. Absolutely. And don't settle for less. That's the first thing. If you are dating somebody who doesn't align with the same values as you, but you find them attractive and they're they're good fun to go out with a few nights a week, chances are the relationship is not going to be long term. There's going to be some kind of conflict down the line. Let me ask real quick, because from a, from I think from a female perspective, that makes sense. From a male perspective, part of the issue we have is we don't know what we want going into a relationship. And so I'm sure that causes a lot of confusion and craziness for, for a woman. So how does she deal with that? Or how can a man, what, what, yeah, or even a man, how can a man approach this situation also? Communication is key. So really the communication a man can have with himself. So checking his feelings, how does he feel about this particular woman he's going out on a date with or that he started seeing mm -hmm. and really being really owning his feelings, you know, really trusting his feelings as well. Um, if he's thinking to himself, okay, well, I would like to get to know her better. That's fine. That's fine. So let it be, let it happen organically and take the, take the actions in order to do that. Um, for a woman, I would say that for the two communication is key, very good communication. So, so, so how does a woman, so I'm, I'm trying to think, uh, cause I've been in these different Facebook groups and these are some of the frustrations they express. You know, one of the things that always comes up for, for a woman is the man always wants sex. He just wants sex. That's it. It's all about that, a hookup or something like that. So how does a woman navigate that? Like just be clear and upfront right away or. Absolutely. And that takes a lot of courage. It really does. So again, it's verbal communication is very important, but also um having those boundaries and those stances if that's not what a woman is looking for then to really stick to those standards and those boundaries and not be afraid this is something i see a lot with women not be afraid if she says no that he's going to walk away and for each and every woman out there if she's afraid and if he walks away i want her to go and celebrate herself because if he does walk away it means he wasn't the right person for you a quality man a high value caliber man um, who wants a long-term relationship with that particular woman, he's not going to walk away after a week or two because there hasn't been any sexual contact. And, and so, from, again, trying to think from a woman's point of view, if, if the guy does walk away, it's not meant to be or whatever, that's fine. You know, obviously that that's to her benefit. But I've seen a lot of women get in the mindset, well, when is the right guy ever going to show up? So how do you navigate that situation where they're just, they're tired, they're frustrated, they're just, you know, they want the one to show up, but it's still not happening or whatever. I want to ask them, where are they putting, in what space are they putting themselves? Where are they going out? Who are they talking to? Who are the set of friends they're hanging out with? What is their environment? Because once we get a better idea on what their environment is, then that will actually answer more specifically that question. But if a woman is saying, where is he? Why is he not here? Um, I would say to her, first of all, stop looking. Stop looking because he is here, he's around, maybe she hasn't yet met him yet, but he will come into her energy when she's able to receive it. And that, she has no idea how that's going to happen. We we don't know how things happen sometimes, they just happen. So does she need to keep working on her own energy to be able to receive it then? 
Absolutely, because when she's saying, when is he not here, she's basically looking at the absence of him. Ah, yeah, yeah, focusing on the absence, yeah. And as we know, whatever you focus on grows. So yeah. if she's focusing on the absence, it's the absence she's going to see all over. She's going to see guys show up for her that are not the right match for her, and she's going to keep seeing the absence of the right match. Um, whereas where, if she takes all the energy and puts it back on herself, and starts her own personal development or gets support or starts really doing what she loves to do in life that's going to really shift her energy and make her a lot more magnetic to the right match for her coming organically into her life and that really will happen for her but she has to see the abundance of the potential of him coming in gosh wow um Trying to think, what are what are some other challenges that you see women facing in, in the dating world that you've come across that you could share with our listeners? Oh, I have a quite a few which I can share with you, but one of them which I would love to share with you is I do see a lot of women who get into relationships, into long-term relationships, with exclusive relationships with so-called great guys. They want to get married, and after three, four, five years, the guy still has not proposed. And that's a classic one. That's okay. a really classic one. And both of them have said to each other that they want to spend the rest of their lives together and that they're ready to commit. She's, and she's just not able to say to him, I would like a wedding commitment. I would like to be married to you. I would like to be your wife. I would like to be somebody's wife. If she's finding that too direct to say his wife. And oftentimes this is because she is afraid that if she says that, he's suddenly going to close the door and go away. And I say to her, if you spent three to five years already waiting on him, then you're waiting on an agenda when he decides that he's going to propose. And he could tomorrow morning turn around and say, well, actually, I'm not sure I'm able to propose. And where is that going to leave her after three to five years, especially if she's wanting children, if she's at the age where she's in her late 30s, 40s, coming up to her 50s, and she's waited that crucial amount of time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's a big one, yeah. Uh, kind of jumping around a little bit. Let me ask you this one thing, trying to get from a male perspective too. Uh, one of the, the complaints I hear a lot in these Facebook groups from women is that men aren't men anymore. Men need to man up more. Um, is that is that is it our fault then that men were not being man enough or what what's what's going on there that's causing women to kind of go stir crazy and, and not be successful in relationships Do men just need to be more more of a man or yeah and I think that's a big cultural difference because um in the United States I have heard that a lot of men are not actually taking the lead um, compared to other places, other parts of the world, like in Europe, for example, when some countries men take too much the lead, <laughs> overly active, and there's a there's an imbalance between the two. So, if a woman can look at that situation objectively and say, okay, let's not put a judgment on it, saying it's the man's fault or what have you, let's just see it for what it is. There's no good charge or bad charge, and let's see it really for what it is. If that man is not making the necessary steps in order to see the woman he says he's interested in that's a that's a red flag that's a that's a sign that should be a sign to her um and instead of her going into that and trying to get him to give her attention she should be able to see what it is and say okay that might not be the kind of guy who i want to attract into my life 
So in that essence, with that in mind, and we come back to men need to know what it is they want, because I'm going to speak for, I, I'm not a man, but I'm going to speak for the majority of men who I've spoken to. They will not waste their time or their energy or their money on somebody who they are not interested in. A man is much more strategic. Yeah, that's that's very, very true. Very, very true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, gosh, Felicity, it's been awesome having you here. And we're, we're going to do more sessions together in the future, I know. But in, in the sake of time and, and, and starting to wrap things up here, uh, anything else you can tell our, our audience, especially I cater mostly, most of my audience is women. Anything you, else you can share with them about dating, about relationships, anything at all, last minute tips, advice? Of course. I would like to say to every single person out there, especially the women who are struggling with this at the moment, is know your worth. Know your worth. Because oftentimes when a woman is really looking to be matched up with the right guy for her, she's going to forget the diamond that she is. And she's going to throw it all out the window in order to please the man or to please the person in front of her. And she's going to people please as much as she can, even on a subconscious level, in order to get that attention. And I want to say to her, don't pedestal anybody, because if you're pedestaling somebody, the only way they can look at you is downwards. So know your worth. How, can a, how can a woman know her worth and then stick to that? That's huge. That, yes, absolutely. Because especially women, there's been this um this conditioning, especially with women over over the over the years, over the centuries, over the generations, is that she's been conditioned to let go of her self-worth and always to please. A man or children or somebody else apart from her her priority has always been somebody else apart from her so for her to really really start concentrating on who she really is what she really loves doing what she really loves enjoying what kind of experience she loves and it can be very simple you know it could be going out and having a bubble bath and having a night to herself or going and seeing her favorite film or um hanging out with some friends who she loves hanging out with whatever it is she must put herself first and enjoy her company with others who she has chosen first. And that's going to help her step by step. And then is there anything that you could say to men specifically that we men can do to help make it easier for women to, so they're not going to stir crazy also? Yeah, that's a great question. Number one is got, has got to do with communication. So listening listening if a woman feels that she's being listened to heard by the man in front of her she's going to be able to open up a lot more so if a man can just get into that space where he's just listening that's one of the greatest gifts he can give a woman okay. it really is and it's very simple it's very easy to do there's nothing difficult um in any of this just by listening and really hearing her for what she's got to say without necessarily having to provide a solution yeah 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 i think men we're starting to learn that it's taken a while but yeah listen listen first and don't provide a solution even though that's our 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 natural instinct is to provide a solution to so to solve a problem yeah so uh felicity how can folks get a hold of you i can think of tons of facebook groups i don't know if you're aware of them but i'll share them with you where people could use your help so how can people get a hold of you how can they reach you yeah i'd appreciate that thank you so I have a website, it's steinersuccesssolutions.com. And I have my own Facebook group, which is Magnetic and Matched. Magnetic and Matched. 
And they can also find me on Facebook under Felicity Steiner. That's S-T-E-I-N-E-R. And you have a Facebook group there too. I know I'll, I'll pop into that. So anybody listening, yeah, I will put all that information in the show notes. So Felicity, this has been a pleasure again. Um, anything else real quick before we sign off or? Love yourselves first. Know the power of love. Yes. And what I really want to share with every person is that the richness of your relationship is also the wealth of everything. And I'm not just talking about love. I'm talking about financial um, aspects. I'm talking about career. I'm talking about um, the, the relationships you have with your family, your friends, etc. Because life is literally based on the quality of your relationships. Yeah. Conversations you have. So love yourself first. Yeah, pretty much any any personal development coach will say that. Yeah, the quality of your life is the quality of your relationship. So Felicity, it's been a true pleasure. Again, it's been awesome catching up with you. I can't wait to catch up with you again on a future podcast, you know, six months from now or, or another year. Uh, it's always fun to catch up with uh, past guests. And for anyone listening right now, I would super appreciate it if you would hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review uh, wherever you do listen to podcasts and share this episode far and wide. A lot of good stuff today about healthy relationships, about dating, about women, what you can do to step more into your feminine energy and to know your worth, know your identity and be who you are. Thank you very much again, everyone for being here. Felicity, thank you. And as I always say, until next time, be well, be safe, be happy. And Felicity, we talked about this, the eat ice cream part, eat ice cream, everyone. Take care. We'll see you next time. Thank you. This has been a production of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. For more information on how you can work with me, my products and books, including my all-new book, The Slow Easy, A Beginner's 12-Week Guide for Getting Fit and Healthy and Running Your First 5K, visit my website at www.trainingwithcoachbrad.com. This book introduces a whole new method to being fit and healthy, something I call The Slow Easy. Be sure and look for that. You can also find all of my social media handles there, trainingwithcoachbrad.com. And remember, if you like what you have heard, please pay it forward by hitting the subscribe button, sharing this with a friend, and leaving me a five-star review.